Peace, family. This is your brother, King Cam, and welcome to another episode of the Campaign TV Show Podcast, where we have real discussions with real people, family. So as you come on in, as you come on in, make sure that you hit that like button. If you're joining us from YouTube, make sure that you are liking and commenting if you are joining us from Facebook, family. So I do apologize for the short delay. It is 9.09, and the broadcast was to start at 9 p.m. So I certainly apologize for that, family, but we will be discussing. We will be discussing Whoopi Goldberg and her controversial comments that she made on The View last week that ultimately led to her two-week suspension. And we want to know, is that fair? So. Before we get into all of that, family, I want to go ahead and drop the intro video as we come on in. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tap in. It's going to be a good show tonight. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. They gave leadership to our forefathers, and that leadership made them slaves. Not your average nigga, I'm a god out the hood. They can't downplay me. I came up, I'm elevated. elevated. I ain't gotta say too much for them to know I'm coming for what's mine. You know they see me in my presence. Ain't they see how I'm coming. Young, but you not just gonna finesse me like you did my people's name back when you said they was emancipated. This ain't that. Your head too big. You feeling yourself. The game wasn't fair. You had the advantage. We weren't educated. Ooh. I don't look at you people the same. Nah. Your worst nightmare, my skin tone about them chains. Yeah. Not no circus lions, son, son, I can't be tamed. Uh -huh. You gon' have to kill me, pussy, Toby ain't my name. Y'all still wanna think our history started when we were slaves? What? Come on now, talk about them pyramids we made. I was chosen by that man, you know y'all just been running game. The nerve you acting like I ain't. Yeah, families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, that was my brother Golden Child uh, with a record called Subliminal. That's record called Subliminal. You can... Grab that on iTunes, family. But shout out to Golden Child uh, for that record, man. I, I really like that joint. You got to listen to it further. But he really get into the harmonizing and talking about the struggle of our people and where we came from. And talks about how we were really manipulated on the psychological level. Man, it's a deep, heavy song, family. It's a heavy song. So you want to go ahead and uh, get into that as uh, you know you listen to it more. All right, so now we're going to get into the goods. Now we're going to get into the goods. Shout out to Alberto Cornette, who's in the building family. They are gunning for Don Lemon for speaking up for Whoopi Goldberg. Let's see. To Greenblatt on CNN. Okay, Greenblatt is a top-tier Zionist. Facts. All right, so look. Now, y'all have may have been um, a part of the, uh, the podcast community where we have talked about anti-Semitism before. And we have gone into some depth when it comes to uh, anti-Semitism. And what we saw happen with Whoopi Goldberg is not anything new. So those of you that are just coming in, we're going to be discussing Whoopi Goldberg and her controversial comments she made about the Jewish Holocaust last Monday on The View that led to her two-week suspension from The View. And we want to get into that because the question is, is that fair? Is it fair that she was suspended for two weeks after apologizing? 
Is it fair? Because she made some inaccurate statements. Is a two-week suspension warranted after she apologized? Should she have to apologize? These are all the questions. These are all good, good, good questions. So what I need everybody to do is I need you to share. Let's share this out, family. Let's get some more people in the room. Let's share this out on all of our platforms. So I'm going to be doing that as well. While we are posting and promoting, I certainly appreciate everybody for tuning in. Shout out to the YouTube family. We growing over there on YouTube, man. We done went from about 700 subscribers to about 820 some odd subscribers. So shout out to the YouTube family. We're growing. And we certainly appreciate my Facebook family as well. So I need all of you all to like and share and subscribe if you're tuning in from YouTube so that we can get these numbers up. I'm also going to do some sharing as well. And we're going to drop this record by Brother Ben X call. Boom. And then after that, we're going to get right into the message. One room, Almighty God made room. Devils pray for my doom, they won't prepare for the boom. We used to stay in one room, Almighty God made room. Devils pray for my doom, they won't prepare for the boom. Boom, boom, they won't prepare for the boom. Boom, boom, they won't prepare for the boom. Boom, boom, they won't prepare for the boom. Devils pray for my doom, they won't prepare for the boom. Look, devils pray for my doom. Won't apologize for the boom. To answer your question, I'm rapping, I'm reggae. Yeah, mixtape coming soon. You didn't expect me to fly. Really don't know why. You got it by the most high. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. God made me a star. Then he blessed with a car. That's a clean black fit. Yeah, making me a fit. My brother tried to throw shade. We ain't even got dead. Hating cause I'm getting paid. The teacher's got a brother set. Alright, family. We shared this out. Not at all. Yeah. Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of the Campaign TV Show Podcast. I'm your host, Brother King Cam. Yeah. What's going on, Sister Felicia? You know I'm Muhammad In the slums, yeah Like a drag strip Judge, yeah What's going on, Brother Warren? To a double tron, yeah No, Medin, when I get it in, I can't do no wrong, yeah Hey, look, man, we gotta get these numbers up in here, let's go Yeah, 
story, I'm a scientist with a big hey. angel. Angel of God took a little bit of time to open up my wings, yeah. We used to stay in one room, Almighty God made room. Devils prayed for my doom, they won't prepare for the boom. We used to stay in one room, Almighty God made room. Devils prayed for my doom, they won't prepare for the boom. Boom, boom, they won't prepare for the boom. Boom, boom, they won't prepare for the boom. Boom, boom, they won't prepare for the boom. Devils prayed for my doom. Hey man, that is Brother Ben X, man. You can go and get my brother music on um all on, on his website, brotherbenxmusic.com, man. Make sure you tap in. All right, family. So look, we getting ready to get right into it, man. Now y'all know whether we got a hundred people on the live, whether we got a couple people on the live, doesn't really matter. We've done it on all platforms before. We we have had audiences, um, large audiences, small audiences. Doesn't really matter to me because it's the message that we're trying to get across to the people. That's the most important thing. So we don't do this for views. We don't do this for, you know, anything other than teaching um, the truth, family. So that's what this is about. So I, I want all y'all to share this out on all of your platforms. And um, as we get ready to get into this, it's going to be very, very beneficial um, for you to be able to share this to as many people as possible. Let's see. I, Meacham. What's going on, Miss Meacham? Shout out to Miss Meacham, who's in the building, man. It's good to see everybody tonight, man. I'm excited about the podcast. I'm very excited about the podcast because, man, we're doing some different things this year. We're doing some different things. We got the whole month of February and the first week of March booked up for guests. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast community so that you will be able to know who those upcoming guests are. Be able to prepare some questions, right? Be able to uh, be tapped in. So I'm about to send this text message out to the to the community, um, and then from there, we gonna get into the show. All right. So yeah, let me send this out. Send the link. Boom. So look, I sent the link out directly to people that's on the text list. So now. They get everything straight to their phone. That's the beautiful thing about being a part of the podcast community. One of the beautiful things. All right. So look, we're going to get right into it. Right into it. And of course, you know, this kind of this subject right here might have our numbers, you know, dipping in and out since the Felicia. So you know how they go. All right. So look, Whoopi Goldberg. Now, let me pull up this article. Let me pull up the article, family. All right. Boom. So this is from the New York Times. It says ABC suspends Whoopi Goldberg over Holocaust comments. Miss Goldberg's comments on Monday's episode of The View came amid growing ignorance about the Holocaust and rising anti-Semitism. She has apologized. So this happened last Monday on The View. Whoopi Goldberg, the comedian and actress who was also a co-host on the ABC talk show, The View will be suspended for two weeks. The network announced Tuesday night after she said repeatedly during an episode of the show that aired on Monday that the Holocaust was not about race. Comments that come at a time of rising anti-Semitism globally. She later apologized. In the episode, Ms. Goldberg said the Holocaust was about man's inhumanity to man and not about race. When 
one of her co-hosts challenged that assertion, saying the Holocaust was driven by white supremacy, Ms. Goldberg said, but these are two white groups of people. All right, family. She added, she added, this is white people doing it to white people. So y'all going to fight amongst yourselves. As she continued to speak, music came on, indicating a commercial break. In a statement on Tuesday night, Kim Godwin, president of ABC News, said that Miss Goldberg would be suspended for her wrong and hurtful comments. All right, family. So this is the news. This is what has happened in the last week or so as it pertains to Whoopi Goldberg and her statements on The View. All right. This is what has happened. All right, family. So very important. Because as I said at the beginning of the show, this is not something that is new. As you come into the podcast, family, as you come in, make sure that you hit the comment section. Let me know what city and state that you're tuning in from. YouTube, family, I need you to like and subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified every time we drop a video. And if you join it from Facebook, family, make sure you follow the page and also make sure you like, share and comment. Okay. But Whoopi Goldberg and the comments that she made in reference to the Jewish Holocaust and the backlash that followed is not something that's new, family. It's not something that's new, okay? If we have been awake at any point in time in the last few years, just say the last few years because this goes back to the 90s. Actually, it goes back way before. It goes back into the 40s. But I'm not even taking y'all back that far. Just a few years, you will see anytime there's any comments that's ever made about any other races of people, any other ethnic groups of people, there is always a certain backlash. And it's only dealing with a particular group of people that I'm speaking to. But we also have to be very smart about how we handle this topic tonight, because what we don't want to do is get ourselves put off of the platform, number one. Number two is we want to be smart in our dialogue because this dialogue is not about uh, bringing up any religious aspects of this conversation. So I want to make that extremely clear for those who are watching on Facebook, YouTube, those who control the algorithm and things of that nature, that we are vehemently against any anti-Semitism. We speak out against any hatred. You understand me? We denounce anything as it pertains to uh, the evil and the atrocity of that which is the Jewish Holocaust. So we want to be crystal clear in our position today. If you understand what I'm saying, family, I want you to make sure that you are hitting the comment section and let me know um, if you understand what I'm saying. Because we want to make it extremely clear that we do not condone any of the evil or the hatred or the uh, crime against humanity, which was the Jewish Holocaust. We do not stand for any of that. And we definitely denounce any hatred or anti-Semitism. All right, family. But we want to address the principle that is found here in our sister Whoopi Goldberg's situation. Now, anybody who have understood and been watching Whoopi Goldberg throughout her career, 
throughout her time on The View. You know she tends to back the LGBTQ community. She's not a outspoken on as far as when it comes to black first B1 issues. So we know she has been a um, token Negro for the dominant society for quite some time now. So this is not us talking about or coming to the defense of Whoopi Goldberg as it pertains to her behavior or her position in our community, because we understand that this is what happens when you cape for the dominant society. You understand what I'm saying? This is what happens when you go and you become a mammy and you become an ancient mama and you become a back bending, weak kneed Negro for the dominant society. They bite you in the, in the behind every now and then. Why? Because you are not from their community and they still have to keep you in your place. See, our sister Whoopi got out of her place. She got out of her place, even though she identifies herself as being Jewish. This is why she changed her last name to Goldberg. She identifies herself with being Jewish. Even that community had to tell her, slow your roll, sister. Slow your roll. Just because you got the last name does not mean that you are in the family like that. All right? So, this is what we see happening. So, we understand Whoopi Goldberg and we understand her position. But we also have to teach on the point. And somebody mentioned here that uh, something about free speech. So let me go, go back up to the comment section because I thought this is very important. And this is what we said. Free speech and people have points of their own views like the show says. The view. Yeah, she was corrected and was asked to apologize and she did it for the audience. That's all she can do, but her opinion still matters. She's still a queen. I agree 100%. Miss Meacham, she is definitely still a queen and we're not here to disrespect or to uh, belittle or to condescend Sister Whoopi Goldberg. What we are here to do, though, is teach on the point and the lack of free speech that we see happening each and every time this, this type of problem or this type of situation occurs. So what she was suspended for was her comments that she made as it pertains to the Holocaust. And what I want to do is I want to play the video, play the audio of what Sister Whoopi Goldberg said, and then we'll discuss further, family. So let me go ahead and get this audio pulled up for you. And this audio is for fair use. All right. So this is what we're doing. All right, family. So let me get this pulled up. Boom. Whoopi Goldberg. Bang. Boom. Tonight, Whoopi Goldberg expressing regret. So yesterday uh, on our show, I misspoke. And I tweeted about it last night, but I kind of want you to hear it from me directly. The remarks come just one day after saying this. The Holocaust isn't about race. Goldberg made the controversial comment Monday morning on The View while debating a Tennessee school board's banning of Mouse, a book about the horrors of the Holocaust. It's, it's not about race. It's not about what race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. 
that's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but going it's after But these are two Roma. white groups of people. Backlash was swift. The CEO of the Anti-Defamation League tweeting, no, Whoopi Goldberg, the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deem... Oh, wow, family. So did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Let me know if y'all heard that. Those were the exact words that Whoopi Goldberg stated. She said that the Holocaust was not about race. She said it was about man's inhumanity to man. So the position that Whoopi Goldberg was taking was a kumbaya position. Somebody say kumbaya in the comment section. Somebody say kumbaya in the comment section. The position that Whoopi Goldberg took was a kumbaya position. She was trying to play the all lives matter role. She was trying to play that I love everyone role and know that uh, the Holocaust was not about race. It was about man's inhumanity to man. She was trying to say that, hey, guys, you know, Yes, the Germans were wrong and, you know, white people are wrong and black people do some of the same thing. See, this is what she was trying to, the energy she was giving. This is the energy she was trying to give. She was like, hey, you know, this is this is a, 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 a humanitarian thing. This isn't a race thing. But what happened was she got her coattail pulled by those in that community. Who said, wait a second, wait, 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 wait. Now, you know, anytime we want to march you out to do the all lives matter thing, then you do that. But when it comes to this right here, when it comes to our community right here and the Holocaust right here dealing with us, no, 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 no. We're not playing the all lives matter role. This ain't no all lives matter situation. So look, pump your brakes. This is what they told Whoopi Goldberg. And this is why you see her now suspended for two weeks even after the apology. Why? Because Mr. Greenblatt wasn't going to let that fly. And Mr. Greenblatt is over the Anti-Defamation League. And this is who you see right here. Okay? This is this is Mr. Greenblatt. Let me, let me pull this picture up. Minister is taught on Mr. Greenblatt. Jonathan Greenblatt right here, right? Who is head over the ADL, which is called the Anti-Defamation League. All right. And he says, no, Whoopi Goldberg, the Holocaust was about the Nazi systematic annihilation of the Jewish people who they deem to be an inferior race. And I don't agree with Mr. Greenblatt on anything, but this particular point that he made right here is absolutely correct. The Holocaust was about Hitler determining the Jewish people to be an inferior race. So our sister Whoopi Goldberg, even though she tried to pull the kumbaya, all lives matter position, they wasn't buying it. And it's hard to play that position when people know that you are not a part of their community and that you just a Negro that's caping. See, so they know that. They, they, they already know that. So when you try to pull in the all lives matter, this is about humanitarianism type of play, they was like, nah, nah, it's, it's not like that. Why? Because they really understand. They really understand what Hitler's motive was. See? So for you to come out and say, hey, you know, the Holocaust wasn't about 
race. That's completely wrong because you have to understand. Family, you got to understand. Are, are you with me right now? Are you with me? Put put some thumbs up in the chat if you with me right now. See, the Holocaust from Adolf Hitler's perspective was about race, but it's at the root of race. See, Whoopi stopped at skin color. See? Whoopi stopped at skin color. And most of the racism that we are taught about, as she mentioned later on in another interview, is based on skin color. Right? You know what I'm saying? Black and white. You know, brown and black. Skin color. But when you look at the Holocaust, and you look at Adolf Hitler, see, Adolf Hitler wasn't a dummy. And he knew that the original Jew was this hue. See? So when you study him, you'll see that what he was trying to create with his uh, race purification process, he was trying to purify the blood of the Anglo-Saxon. He wanted 100% pure Anglo-Saxon blood. German, European, Anglo-Saxon blood. This is what the aim of Adolf Hitler was to achieve. Do you follow me? And in his research, he found that the original Jew was not European Anglo-Saxon. Huh? He found out that the original Jew is not European Anglo-Saxon. So anybody, anybody coming from that original in his mind was not pure. And y'all know the story after that. You follow what I'm saying? So it was most definitely about race. So Whoopi was absolutely incorrect about what she said on The View. Shout out to uh, Super G Racing, Sister Felicia uh, Moses in the building family, Nathan Blakemore, Cleveland, Tennessee. Appreciate everybody for checking in. So listen, what we are discussing is Whoopi Goldberg and the falling out of her comments that she made on The View Last Monday, that led to her two-week suspension. Okay? And what we are now getting a basic understanding of, because I'm just giving you a synopsis, because Whoopi was wrong when she said that the Holocaust was not about race, because it most definitely was. Remember, Adolf Hitler was on a mission to purify a race. And understanding that the original Jew was us, anything coming out of that family, he saw as being impure. It was not pure Anglo-Saxon blood. So he went on with his purification process, which was evil and, was, and must be spoken out against anytime anybody tries to justify. Okay? But we just teaching the fact that this actually was about race. So we agree with Mr. Greenblatt on the fact that it was about race. Now here, check this out. Check this out. Now, 
now we have to move into the territory of the labeling of those who speak on the Holocaust. Mm, you missed it. You missed it, family. For those who are just coming in, my name is Brother King Cam. I am the host of the Campaign TV show. Welcome to another episode, man. We are here discussing the fallout of Whoopi Goldberg. Now, Whoopi was not, has not been up until this point, not that I saw, has been labeled anti-Semitic. She has not. She, the person, has not. Her comments have been labeled that. And what the lesson is here is why is the same energy that has been given towards any black person who makes any comment, whether it's factual or non-factual, whether it's a statement of truth or not, why does any black person that speaks on a specific group of people become labeled anti-Semitic? Why do they become a victim of what is called cancel culture? Somebody mentioned earlier in the comment section that they're trying to go after Don Lemon because of his defense of Whoopi Goldberg. I haven't seen that yet. I'm talking about like the commentary. I haven't seen what Don said. But again, this is a pattern, family. This is a pattern that goes all the way back to the 40s with the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And then up to Brother Malcolm X. Oh, then to Martin Luther King. Oh, then to a bunch of people in between. Right? But excuse me, I pardon myself. It goes back even further than the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. It goes back 2,000 years ago when Jesus in the book of John is having a conversation with the Jews. They didn't really like what Jesus was talking about. So they had a problem with Jesus. So going back 2,000 years ago, anytime you speak into a particular group of individuals and they don't like what you say, whether it's truth or not, because we can agree if she is factually incorrect, then you have the right to correct her. But what we don't agree is that when somebody comes to you factually correct and you don't like the facts, now you got a problem with them. Huh? That's where we at right now, family. That's where we at. Absolutely. They just needed an excuse to make make her an example. So I'm going to read to you all uh, some information from a former Israeli education minister. Okay? This is a quote from a former Israeli education minister. And it's going to come out of the book But Didn't You Kill Malcolm? By my dear brother. Y'all seen him on the show. He's a he's a friend of the show at this point. He's been on so many times. Uh, brother Student Minister Dimitri Muhammad. If you haven't gotten this book, I suggest you go and get this book ASAP. Because this book specifically deals, deals with uh, the assassination of Brother Minister Malcolm X. But it also highlights the key components of how they tried to blame the murder of Malcolm on the Nation of Islam, but most specifically, 
the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But in here, it talks about the word anti-Semite or anti-Semite. And the reason why that's important as it pertains to the context of this book, because Brother Minister Malcolm, believe it or not, was considered the top anti-Semite of his day. Sorry about that if you, if you didn't know. If you thought the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was the only one who was labeled anti-Semitic, sorry to tell you, but he's just not. He's just one in a long list of those people who have been listed as anti-Semitic. Do you know that Oprah Winfrey was listed as anti-Semitic? Did you know that? And you know, Winf- you know Oprah is not the champion of black folk, but they label her anti-Semitic. Michael Jackson, you know, the list goes on. Entertainers, uh, political people, religious leaders, the list goes on, all right? So anyway, this right here is going to be very important because I'm going to show you how they use this term anti-Semite to place you in a category that puts you in a state of social leprosy. Mm, that's heavy. But you missed it. You missed it, right? Anti Being labeled anti-Semitic puts you in a social jail. You become like a leper. Anybody who's familiar with people who uh, the disease of leprosy, you're not around people if you become a leper because you can spread the disease. So kind of like now with the uh, with the vid going around, you know, people now, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, they were like, oh, you got to stay away from me. People was like, you know, social lepers. So and the, 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 the labeling as an anti-Semite does that to you socially, does that to you career-wise. This is why every time somebody get hit with that label, they got to come out and apologize. That's why you see Nick Cannon, he got hit with that label. I got to come out and apologize because it's almost like career suicide. It's almost like career suicide. So like Nick Cannon had to come out and apologize because he was staring at career suicide. See, Whoopi Goldberg comes out and apologizes partly because she was wrong, but also because it's career suicide. Any political aspirations you may have, if you're in the realm of politics and you aspire to be a governor or you want some political power, you want to run for president, any type of anti-Semitic comments that they can attach to you, you must denounce. Any type of specific relationships from a person who may be deemed anti-Semitic, you must denounce. Anything coming from that group of people that they don't like, you must denounce in order for you to move forward in your career. And we're about to break this down. All right, family? So stay with your brother. Stay with your brother. All right? So look, This is coming from a former Israeli education minister. Her name is Miss Shalemit Aloni. Okay. Miss Shalemit Aloni has admitted that calling the critics of the Jewish community anti-Semitic is a trick. In an interview with Democracy Nouns, Amy Goodman, we found the following exchange. So a former Israeli education minister, Mrs. Shalamit Aloni, was doing an interview with Democracy Now's Amy Goodman. 
And this is the conversation that they had. And it pertains to the word anti-Semitic. This is Amy Goodman. So this is the interviewer. She's asking the former Israeli education minister this question. She's asking Miss Aloni this question. Amy Goodman says, yours is a voice of criticism we don't often hear in the United States. Often, when there is a dissent expressed in the United States against the policies of the Israeli government, people here are called anti-Semitic. Uh-oh, you heard that? She said, any time there is a dissent expressed in the United States, so anytime you have a problem and you live in the United States with anything that does that has anything to do with the Israeli government or that group of people, you are called anti-Semitic. She said, what is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? So this is an Israeli Jew. Ms. Goodman is an Israeli Jew. See? Excuse me. I apologize. Miss Aloni is an Israeli Jew. Miss Goodman is asking Miss Aloni as an Israeli Jew who is criticizing the, the government over there. Why in the United States when you do that are you labeled anti-Semitic? Check this out now. Check this out. Listen to her response. I want you to listen, fam. Miss Aloni says this. She said, well, it's a trick. We always use it. I'm going to say it again. It went over y'all head. It went over y'all head. It went over y'all head. She's saying, Miss Goodman asked her, she said, often when there is dissent expressed in the United States against the policies of the Israeli government, people here are called anti-Semitic. What is your response to this as an Israeli Jew? And her response to this family, this is a bombshell. I need you to hear what she said. She said, well, it's a trick. We always use it. She further says, when from Europe, someone criticizes Israel, we bring up the Holocaust. Mm. When in this country, people are criticizing Israel, they are called anti-Semitic. And the organization is strong and has a lot of money and the ties between Israel and the Jewish establishment are very strong and they are strong in this country. As you know, they have power, which is okay. They are talented people and they have power, money and media and other things. Stop right there, family. Stop right there. Stop right there because this is groundbreaking, earth-shattering revelation that you're hearing tonight because oftentimes when you hear one of us say, when you hear a rapper, when you hear an actor, when you hear a religious leader, when you hear an activist talk about, oh, they're so powerful in the media. Oh, they are so powerful in banking. Oh, they are so powerful in all of the top industries in America. Oh, that's written off as being hearsay. That's written off as being a myth. That's written off as being something that has been made up when you hear straight from the horse's mouth, and I don't mean that in a derogatory type of way, but I'm talking about a person who comes from their community. She's an Israeli Jew who is criticizing the Israeli government and says how the word anti-Semite is being used. Huh? It's talking about how the word anti-Semite is being used. 
And she goes on to say that those that her people are what? Powerful. She says, as you know, they have power, which is okay. It's okay to have power. She said they are talented people and they have power, money, and media and other things. Huh? And their attitude is Israel, my country, right or wrong. Hey, listen, family, for those of you who are just coming in, man, my name is Brother King Cam. I'm your host. I'm your brother of the campaign TV show. And tonight we are discussing Whoopi Goldberg and her controversial comments on The View. She was been suspended for two weeks. Is that fair? And what I just read was an Israeli Jew who is a former, former Israeli education minister. She's a former education minister. And she's talking about how the word anti-Semite or anti-Semitism is used, huh? Is used in a way to make people the proverbial black sheep. Because in America, as the interviewer said, anytime you are critical of anything coming from that community, you are labeled anti-Semite. Now, Whoopi Goldberg, to my knowledge, and this is just to my knowledge, has not been, they haven't labeled that on her and it's probably because now this is just my opinion speculation because she was so quick to come out and apologize now they have labeled the comments they label her comments anti-semitic but they haven't labeled her personally uh, anti-semite and that's probably because she did not double down on the comments that she made because half factually they were have they were wrong anyway um and also she was quick to come out and to apologize but I want you to really get an understanding of how what this lady is saying. This is the lady who is of their community and she's talking about how they use and how they think about their country. OK, so she said their attitude is Israel, my country, right or wrong, meaning I'm riding with my country right or wrong. If you're doing evil, I'm riding with my country. If you're doing good, I'm riding with my country. If you're exporting the Palestinians, I'm riding with my country. If we're doing X, Y, and Z, I'm riding with my country. My country, right or wrong. That is their attitude. But she got more to say, family. She got more to say. She says, they are not ready to hear criticism. She says, it is very easy to blame people who criticize certain acts of the Israeli government as anti-Semitic and to bring up the Holocaust and the suffering of the Jewish people. And that justifies the things we do to the Palestinians. So as many people have said, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has said, anybody who has been critical of uh, this specific group of individuals, specific group of people, have been labeled anti-Semitic. And anytime they come with the swift brush to paint, to paint you as anti-Semitic, you have one or two options. You either start bowing, huh? you start bowing, and you tell them, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now, in this case with Whoopi, she was wrong. She needed to apologize for her because her, her statement was not truthful. It was not factual. So she needed to apologize for what she said. But there are other instances where there were truthful statements made about this particular group of individuals. But as this sister just mentioned, 
who is of that community, she said that they are not ready to hear criticism. And she says it is very easy to blame people who criticize certain acts of the Israeli government as anti-Semitic and to bring up the Holocaust and the suffering of the Jewish people. So this is the play. This is the play. The play is you come out and say something of truth or of fact against this particular community of people, they come back and label you anti-Semitic. They label the comments anti-Semitic and then they bring up the Holocaust as their justification for why you need to be canceled. Justification for why you need to be taken down, why you need to be deplatformed. Justification for why you need to be suspended. Hmm? Justification, family. This is how they utilize the term anti-Semitic. So let's see. Somebody has some comments in the comment section. It says the original of oh, the uh, Israeli Jew must continue to deceive at all costs. The powerful lie that has been presented as the chosen people of God, if they were challenged thoroughly on a world stage, then the wills of deceit would expose them to the core. Beautiful teaching. Beautiful teaching. And I like that. And we have to understand, though, in the context of the conversation, you right on point. The context of the conversation, that's an actual fact. And again, they have perpetuated a falsehood by labeling people anti-Semitic who can't by definition be anti-Semitic because anti-Semitic would mean you would have to be anti-black. Hello. Hello. In order to be anti-Semitic, you would have to be anti-black. Why? Because a Semite is one who speaks the languages of Hebrew or Aramaic. And those are the languages of the original people. And because we know, because we were taught by a master teacher and the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, he said the original man is the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. Huh? So we know that the original man spoke Hebrew and, Ar and Aramaic. So that would make us under the class of Semitic People, so we cannot ever be anti-self, right? So don't let them pull that wool over your eyes, family. But you understand here, as is was mentioned, this is what is used to justify the wrongdoing. And she mentioned the Palestinians, but you can we can get into a whole bunch of different things. But we're gonna keep it right on Whoopi right now. We're gonna stay right on Whoopi right now, okay? Because I got some other comments from. Other Jewish scholars, rabbis, and professors as well, but we're not going to go there today. That's like a podcast for another day, okay? So what we wanted to highlight was how they utilized the term anti-Semitic. And as they labeled that and attached that to Sister Whoopi's comments, they had to give her a reality check to let her know that you can never get too far out of your place. You can never get too far and too comfortable with us as to say that you're going to critique or criticize anything that we do. Even for you to even give your perspective or your thoughts or your opinion on the Holocaust. You can't even give your opinion on the Holocaust if it ain't in line with what we say the Holocaust is. Oh, that's heavy. 
that's heavy. They said they ca you can't give your opinion on the Holocaust if your opinion or your perspective or your view is not in line with their perspective, their view. You gotta you gotta really think about the the the, the posturing and the gangster moves that's happening right now. See, we think we gangster because you can go and get a strap. You could take an AK, cut it in half, and call it a Draco. You think that you, you know, really being able to do some things. But that's not real gangster. You know what I'm saying? That's punk stuff, like the minister said. That's punk stuff. You know, what we are watching is literally bullying. So, whoopee. Whoopi, 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 whoopi. So she apologized, right? Let's pull a clip. Whoopi apologized and still got the two weeks. Now, this is the thing. We was like, okay, well, she going to apologize. You shouldn't still get the two weeks. She still got the two weeks, too. So look, check this out. This is Mr. Greenblatt of the ADL. He says, no, Whoopi Goldberg. The Holocaust was about was about this, the Nazi systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deemed to be an inferior race. This is true. They dehumanized them and used this racist propaganda to justify slaughtering 6 million Jews. This is true. This is absolutely true. See? Holocaust distortion is dangerous. It's a fact. When you don't tell the truth, that's why it's important to always speak the truth because when you misappropriate the truth, it can become harmful. But this is the problem. And this is the question. Where's that same energy when it comes to anti-black rhetoric? Talk to me. Where's that same energy when you have people who constantly misappropriate the truth when it comes to the black Holocaust? Huh? Do you know that they are in school rewriting the history? Do you know they're trying to rewrite slavery? They're trying to change the terminology in the history books or the documents that they are sharing and teaching their curriculum from today. They're trying to say now that people were not bought here by force, but we actually were here by choice. They're trying to take the word slave and remove that from the history and say that we were indentured servants. Huh? Talk to me. <laughs> They're trying to say that the black Holocaust wasn't as bad as it seems. They're trying to say, like, when a brother Nate Parker creates a film like Birth of a Nation and it shows you just a glimpse of what the black Holocaust was, oh, no, 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 you can't be showing that type of stuff. You know, when you look back at the, the Roots series and it gives us a glimpse of what happened to our people when they were brought here under the oppressive heel of the open enemy, they're trying to rewrite that out of history. So where's the same energy? Where's the swift condemnation? Where's the consequences for those who try to misappropriate those facts? Talk to me. Huh? Talk to me tonight. See? Because while the Jewish Holocaust was horrible, and as Mr. Greenblatt said, it was dehumanized, dehumanization of a people. And we agree. And we 
certainly, certainly do not condone any evil done to any people. Why is there not the same energy for the black Holocaust? Why are black people consistently disrespected on a daily basis? Why is black life so easily taken by those in law enforcement? Hmm? Why is it so difficult for those in power to hear our cry for justice? Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that justice is the principle of fair dealing. So why is it so difficult for the leaders to treat black people fair? Why is it so difficult for us to get what we were promised, which was 40 acres and a mule? Why is it so difficult for us to be treated as equal? Huh? That's right. Those are just some questions. We just asking some intelligent black questions. <laughs> you know, so my brother, Dr. Boyce Watkins said, y'all are intelligent black people that come in to hear this show. And you come here, this is a community, this is a space for intelligent black people. So we just asking intelligent black questions. We're not denying the evil atrocity of what the Jewish Holocaust was. Or the Six million lives that were lost. But where's the energy for the hundred million that was lost in the Middle Passage? Uh oh. Now we're getting to it. Now we got to go after this thing. The Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that there was a hundred million lost in the Middle Passage. We didn't even get to the shores of America yet. But a hundred million lives lost in the journey from the shores of West Africa to America. Stopping first in the Caribbean. Hmm? We we're not talking about that though. And that same energy that is used. Swift condemnation, punishment, re-education, and all of those different things that happened to a Nick Cannon and to a Whoopi Goldberg when they speak against the Jewish Holocaust. Where is that same energy when it comes to the victims of the Black Holocaust? I'm just saying, family. And you... Those who are watching, intelligent black people, we have to now be educated on our history even more so than we have ever been before. Because if you don't know what was, then you don't know what is. And you can't prepare for what's to come. And we now have to be able to check those who try and revise our history. We have to check those who try and dismiss us, the descendants of slaves, and dismiss what our ancestors went through. 
Y'all didn't hear me. I said we have to begin to check those who try to dismiss us as the children and descendants of slaves and try to dismiss what our ancestors went through. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said if we had the opportunity to tell our story, a brass monkey would shed a tear. See? There's an opportunity all over for the Jewish Holocaust to be seen. Children are educated every year on the horror of the Jewish Holocaust, as they should. But where's the space for our children and other children to be educated on the Black Holocaust? Not to mention that is still continuing till this day. The Black Holocaust is still in motion. It never stopped. Started in 1555, but never stopped. To this day, in 2022, hasn't stopped. So excuse me. If you want to chastise and re-educate individuals on the Jewish Holocaust and do that. But that same energy that's being used to re-educate, to chastise, to condone, to bring swift punishment upon for misappropriating the facts, that same energy has to be exercised when they misappropriate the facts of the black Holocaust has to be. And if they're not going to do it, which they not, we got to do it family. So I'm commissioning all of you deputizing all of you brother Warren X. He already know what time it is. I'm deputizing the rest of y'all. No. To now you have to hurl truth at falsehood until you knock out his brains. That's the way the Quran puts it. Such a beautiful book. By the way, in the Quran, it says hurl truth at falsehood until you knock out his brains. So every time you hear a falsehood, you got to hurl that truth at it. See, and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said you got to tell it, tell the truth, tell it on the mountaintop. Huh? You got to tell that truth, family, because if we don't teach our true history and what really happened to black people in America, then it will be wiped out of the history. This is why the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan has told us that we have to teach our children. That's why independent black schools are so important because we can now teach the history. Public schools are not going to teach the history. They're going to rewrite the history and write us out of it. They're going to write the black Holocaust out of it. Do you see the danger in that? Because you'll have youth and children growing up, not knowing their history. You'll have children 10, 20, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, telling you they won't know slavery. Huh? They'll tell you that it won't know slavery. 
if we keep going down this road and we do not listen and carry out the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan, you will have little black children believing that slavery never existed and that our ancestors were indentured servants. Hmm? That's right, brother Warren, the duty of the righteous. Huh? The duty of the civilized man is to what? Teach civilization. And what should happen to the civilized man if he fails in his duty? Hmm? Right now, we failing in our duty by not carrying out the program of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad because when we carry out that program, it will allow us now to teach the civilized, we'll teach the savage, actually, civilization to teach the youth the proper history of themselves, to teach knowledge itself so that they can grow up in a proper light and a proper understanding so that they can move in this world with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. That's right. We can no longer be passive about teaching and protecting our history. We cannot no longer be passive. Absolutely, Sister Cassandra, because that blood is on our hands. That blood is on our hands if we continue to be passive about teaching the true history of our people. That blood is on our hands when we fail to teach the true history about the Black Holocaust. That blood is on our hands. Hmm? And this is what you see. And this is why they're fighting so hard against critical race theory. See, white folks don't want you to know the truth about slavery. They don't want the youth to know the truth about slavery because they could care less about some of these aimless drifting adults that have already been poisoned, right? Already been poisoned with falsehood. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that your mind is created to think rightly. And every time you subject a mind to falsehood, it destroys the beauty of the mind. Uh, and destroying the beauty of the mind, it destroys your power to bring out of your mind any idea and manifest it into reality. Hold on. So because you have lost the power to bring forth ideas that's in your mind into reality, you took a nine to five job and this what you do with your life. You go to work, you get up, you go to, you go to work, you come home, you go to bed, you do it all over again. You're drifting, okay? You're drifting. So now they have to go after the youth. They say, okay, we know that we got them niggas. But the youth, if the youth ever found out the truth about themselves, if they ever found out the truth about the history, then they will come up with a different mind than those who came before them. They will come up with a different type of energy. They will come up with a different type of spirit. The quickening of the spirit will happen and they will begin to move in the direction that God wants them to move in, which is separation and not integration. See, the will of God is to separate from your open enemy, not to integrate with them. That's why Moses didn't come saying, go in, my people. Moses didn't say that. He didn't say, man, go and find a friend. He didn't say kumbaya. Moses didn't say rainbow coalition. Moses said, come out of them. My people come out of her, my people. Huh? They 
Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. Not let us all come together and be one family. It's not what Moses was, was sent to say. And if Moses had said that, God would have went ahead and snatched Moses' coat tail back and said, your only job was to deliver the message, clear and concise. See? That's the only job of the messengers or the prophets of God or the warners is to deliver the clear message. God will take care of the rest. You just deliver the clear message. That's why the Quran teaches that every time God raises up a messenger, raises up a prophet, raises up a warner, he has to come from among those people because he has to speak the language of that people so that he can deliver a clear message. Huh? That's why. That's why. This is why Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, could not be the seal or the prophet. Let me back up. This is why Prophet Muhammad could not be the prophet for black people. That's why he couldn't be the warner for black people. See? Because he, he didn't speak English. So we couldn't understood anything that Prophet Muhammad was talking about. See, it's out of line with what the Quran says. The Quran says that, a, that Allah raises up a messenger from among his people, not from another people. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was, a was from Arabia. Hmm? He was an Arab. So he spoke Arabic. Black people in America don't speak Arabic. So he cannot be the one for us. God had to raise one for us. That's a podcast for another day. Hmm? That's a podcast for another day. But this is why understanding the history is so important because we're watching before our eyes the censorship of those who have influence. We're watching the censorship of those who actually have influence, the deplatforming of anybody who speaks a free mind, whether it's about the jab, whether it's about a certain group of people, whether it's against this government, anytime you go against the mainstream narrative family, they're looking to deplatform, to silence, and to snatch the voice of a free people. And this is why we have to walk our posts in the perfect manner, keeping always on the alert. Hmm? And to take charge of your posts and all temple property in view. See, those general orders are not just something to say. Those are something to practice, not only at the mosque, but at your home. Spiritually, with your mind, you have to take charge of the, of the post of your mind. Huh? See? And all temple property in view, all view, all property in view of the mind, your house, your wife, your children, you got to, you got to always take charge of that post, family. You got to walk that post in a perfect manner, keeping always on the alert. You got to be walking that post at all times. You got to be making sure that your wife is on point. You got to make sure that your children are on point. You got to be watching. You got to be vigilant. You got to be vigilant about those who you let into your circle so they don't disrupt your energy. You got to be vigilant about the things that you put into your mind, the shows that you watch, the things that you read, the music that you listen to, the food that you eat. It's a physical thing too, family. We got to be on post. Because if you're not on post, guarding your mind, 
then these type of situations slip up on you. They creep up on you. And you won't even realize that you've been sending your children to a school that ain't even teaching the truth about slavery and the black Holocaust. And all you all they'll know is about the Jewish Holocaust. Hmm? So Whoopi got two weeks. Whoopi Goldberg got two weeks. Let's read let's finish let's finish hearing what they were saying about uh Whoopi. And then we're going to close this thing down, family. We appreciate everybody for who ha- who has been tuned in, who's been watching, listening, comment. Man, we appreciate all of that good stuff, family. Pull this up. And um, we're going to finish the rest of this. ...to be an inferior race, adding, quote, Holocaust distortion is dangerous. Goldberg tried to clarify her remarks Monday night in a pre-taped interview with Stephen Colbert. As a black person... I think of race as being something that I can see. So I see you and I know what race you are. And the discussion was about how I felt about that. People were very angry and they said, no, no, we are a race. And I, I, I understand, I understand. I, I felt differently. By the end of the night, the talk show host tweeting this reversal. On today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said it's about both. Adding, I stand corrected. Goldberg took that apology to millions on The View this morning. I said something that I feel a responsibility for not leaving unexamined because my words upset so many people, which was never my intention. And I understand why now. She credited the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, Jonathan Greenblatt, for helping change her views. Hitler's ideology, the Third Reich, was predicated on the idea that the Aryans, the Germans, were a, quote, master race, and the Jews were a subhuman race. It was a racialized anti-Semitism. Your platform, Whoopi, is so important. Using it now to educate people to realize that anti-Semitism remains a clear and present danger. Yes. Neither Goldberg nor... Now, let me say something. I know I said we was leaving. I know I said we were leaving, family, but see, Mr. Greenblatt... Then jumped in here. Now, anytime we call Mr. Greenblatt to come and discuss our perspective and our stance on some things, right? On a national stage, Mr. Greenblatt is nowhere to be found. But soon as Whoopi Goldberg makes a mistake, he want to jump out and call himself educating Whoopi Goldberg. He he called himself educating the masses, the, educating us on the importance of her platform and what really happened during the Jewish Holocaust. Man, come on, man. We done called you out on several different occasions to come and debate us on our information. But you don't have, you, you know where to be found. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, come on out. Stop hiding behind your Whoopi Goldbergs. Stop hiding behind your Don Lemons. Stop hiding behind all of these token Negroes, your Van Jones. See, your Mark Lamont here. Stop hiding behind your Negroes. See, and the Negroes need to get out the way. Get out the way. Stop coming out on behalf of your master. Stop speaking on behalf of Mr. Greenblatt. Stop speaking on behalf of Mr. Dershowitz. Come on out. Let them speak for themselves. Let them deal with the information that we got. Deal with the facts. Deal with the scholars. Huh? We've been asking for that. Y'all don't want no action, though. But you'll jump out on a Whoopi Goldberg who don't have the information 
to be able to combat or to have an intelligent dialogue because it's not even about combating, but it's about having an intelligent, deliberate dialogue about what the truth is. And while he's absolutely correct about the Jewish Holocaust, we got some questions about the Black Holocaust. And I'm going to leave it at that. But family, so, you know, even after she came out, apologized twice, she she made two apologies. She apologized on the pre-recorded interview that was Monday night after the comments came out Monday morning. Then she apologized Tuesday morning on The View. Still catching a two-week suspension. So while Whoopi deserves everything that she got coming for her because she has said several things that could be considered anti-black and wasn't suspended for two weeks. But somehow or another makes a error. Egregious error, but error. And what she says about the Jewish Holocaust and their swift, resounding condemnation for her and what she said. But that same pressure isn't available when it comes to us. So it's something for us to think about. And we, 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 you and I, us, myself included, we have to be on post and we have to teach. So important. Because what they're doing in the public school system is they're trying to rewrite our history. And if the youth don't know where they came from, they can never know where they go. All right, family? So, that's it for me tonight. I appreciate all of you who have tuned in, gave your comments, gave your perspective. Hit the comment section up, man. Please put a thumbs up if this podcast was valuable, if it was educational. If you got something of value from this talk tonight, please put some thumbs up in the comment section. I appreciate everybody who checked in from YouTube, people checked in from Facebook, people checking in. This is an international platform. I know y'all might think it's not, but we got people that check in from all over the world, from the UK, from Canada, from different parts of Africa. We get everybody over here, all of our family, because the original people inhabit all over the planet Earth. This is our planet. This is our home. So we have to, like I said, teach our children about their history. Because if they don't know where they came from, they will never know where they're going. So I leave you in the greeting words of peace. As we say it in the Arabic language, assalamu alaikum, which means peace be unto you. If, again, if this was valuable, if you got something out of this, if you would like to share this with a family or friend, please do so. If you would like to donate to the Campaign TV Show, you can do that via Cash App at Dollar Sign Campaign TV Show. That is Dollar Sign Campaign TV Show. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen here on this black ticker. So, if you would like to donate, you could send something so that we can continue to upgrade the show, 
you know, continue to do different things, man. This is a year with the uh, podcast that I'm really locking in. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, man, we have the whole month of February booked out with guests. So the rest of this month on Tuesdays, we got guests. Oh um, man, we got guests already booked for the first Tuesday in March. And we're just going to keep rolling. We're going to have advertisement slots available for people who want to come on and advertise via the podcast. I'm going to be putting those out um, this week. I'm going to work on it this weekend. And then I'm going to get that out so that we can go ahead and start taking submissions for ads. We're going to be running commercials. We're going to be doing all of that stuff so that we can really promote our people, really promote our businesses. Because I've been in marketing and advertisement promotion. I understand what it is, how much it costs to get a billboard, to get a radio ad. And people now, that's not where people are at. That's not where the eyeballs are. So Gary V said, you got to follow the attention. The attention is on social media. The attention is in podcasting. The attention in now is on these type of platforms. And we got to be able to promote our people. Okay. We got to be able to promote our people. So we're going to be having advertisement slots. You're going to have the ability to sponsor episodes, right? So if you are a black business owner, entrepreneur, you want to sponsor an episode, um, then we'll be able to do that. Uh, and we got to circulate that dollar. You know, we have to circulate that dollar because in retrospect, in, in all truth and truth, this is a transactional situation. So we come on. We give a deliver a good show, right? If you purchase a ad spot or you a sponsor the show, right? That money that you uh, pay to sponsor or to get an ad slot, I then now work for you and drive traffic to you so that you can make your money back and then some, right? That's how it's supposed to go. Shop with your brother before you shop with another. So this is the mindset that we have to get in, family. And, uh, man, if we do that, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. So, again, if you would like to donate, family, you can donate. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen uh, right here on the black ticker. And it says donate here. Cash app, dollar sign, campaign TV show. Uh, and if you would like to join the text community, text the word podcast to 404-737-1030. What that does is that locks you in in the podcast community and now you'll be able to get text messages. You'll get daily motivation. You'll get, um, you know, clips from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, clips from the podcast. You know, we're working on developing some type of subscription-based services so you'll be able to get exclusive content that's not going to be available to the public. All of those different things, merchandise. Tickets for live events because we we're, we're ready to do it big on the on the podcast. We get ready to do some live events. I'm about to put I'm about to holler at some guests. We ready to do some live events and some live interviews and some live conversations. And I want I want y'all to come out. If you are able to come, I want you to come out and tap in, family. So those are some of the different things we got going on. Um, uh, again, man, we appreciate y'all for hanging out with us tonight, family. And um, uh, man, we leave you in the greeting words of peace as we say it. Arabic language of Assalamu alaikum. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. Any leadership that teaches you to depend upon another race is a leadership that will enslave you. They gave leadership to our foreparents and that leadership made them slaves. But we have decided to find a leadership of our own. 
Not your average nigga, I'm a god out the hood. They can't downplay me. I came up, I'm elevated. Elevated. I ain't gotta say too much for them to know I'm coming for what's mine. You know they see me in my presence, say. They see how I'm coming. Young, but you not just gonna finesse me like you did my people's name back when you said they was emancipated. This ain't that. Your head too big. You feeling yourself. The game wasn't fair. You had the advantage. We weren't educated. Ooh. I don't look at you people the same. Nah. Your worst nightmare. My skin tone about them chains. Yeah. Not no circus lion, son, son. I can't be tamed. Uh -huh. You gon' have to kill me, pussy. Toby ain't my name. Y'all still wanna think our history started when we were slaves. What? Come on now. Talk about them pyramids we made. I was chosen by that man. You know you